Sadama Meditation Society, Virginia, Full Retreat 2016, the 8th day December 7th, Interview English Myanmar Group. question is, uh, uh, if the summer circumstances uh, environment, like uh, yesterday, was raining, also Dhamma house very cold. So now I have like, a very strong desire to escape this kind of uh, situation, like a cold, or try to make the temperature higher. Uh, so for the same mind, it's very hard to make it stable. Mm-hmm. So for this kind of environment, uh, uh, so how to maintain? How do I maintain? You mean how do you make the mind stable? Yeah, like it wasn't the right effort to mes- make like uh, awareness, because it looks like mind is so continuously trying to just you know um, aware of my body and immediately change to other things. Okay, so that's a problem. Yeah. ตัวเนี่ยเอโลเนี่ยเอโลสิกะมันใจตัวสิกะตะเฉยโน่ทั่วเบียนจิตเลยแล้วคันน่ะกูมาสิกูทาลุเมียวหูยอดเบียวแต
do I need like uh, take some actions? If I feel cold, do I need like uh, put uh, like uh, more clothes or like uh, change the temperature? Or? Yeah. Of course, you should take the correct action. Yeah. Yeah. of course, we we have to. Whether never, right? of course, we have to do what's necessary, right? What is possible to keep the the mind and body in balance? What's possible, right? After that, what's not possible, we have to watch. Yes, he says, we always have to balance for the body, uh, the temperature and the food, right? Yeah, he says, and if you, you know, in the end, if nothing is possible, you can go in your car and turn on the heater. <laughs> he knows that about that. Many ways. tell me, I never go through he says, there's many ways to deal with something, but our fear gets in the way. Um, so a few years ago, uh, I didn't know that much about meditation, but I just read some stuff about focusing on the breath and stuff like that and the labeling technique. Um, and so I'd kind of experiment with that. And there's a few times where I would try to clearly see the breath or something like that, and I noticed that... Um, I think it has to do with vitika, maybe, but it seemed like thoughts and like an, I could see thoughts and intentions sort of at a subtle level, and they would come really, really fast. Um, but I was, I would use sort of. It felt like I was always using a lot of intention or energy, but like now when I do the practice, I feel like a lot of times I'm not seeing to that same depth, like the reactions and stuff. So then I'm wondering sometimes, am I doing this practice uh, correctly? Like, was I doing back then, like, something right? I don't know. But it seemed like there's a lot of forcing, so I'm not really sure. But um, yeah. So when you were doing the other practice and then mm-hmm. you got to the point <coughs> that you could see the more subtle thoughts and, and activities in the mind, um, had you been practicing a few years? Um, um, or maybe more... Correctly, maybe in that period when you mm-hmm. saw that, had you been practicing continuously? Um, kind of. I was doing like two hours per day, and um, sort of, I would go to class and stuff, and have anxiety mm-hmm. a lot of times. So I'd kind of try to watch mm-hmm. my mental reactions a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe I had momentum then, but right. yeah. ตัวลงแก้ได้บันทึกอะไรไม่ดีกูทราบหรอกเดี๋ยวสะอาดทุกตัวสะอุทธรรมผ่านเลยไอ้ตัวเตชูดอกมาพอพ้องเป็นแบ
ตัวนั้นน่ะเราไม่ได้ใช่ไหมตัวนั้นน่ะเราไม่ได้ใช่ไหมตัวนั้นน่ะเราไม่ได้ใช่ไหมตัวนั้นน่ะเราไม่ได
It was like a, I looked oh, around the looked, yeah, I looked around the room, but nothing. Everyone, the people I looked at, they didn't feel the same way. Same, that it was, it was yeah. just like strange. Yeah, ตะยาอาถ่อยแลญาณผิ่นจောက်แต่ญาณสุราชิเดสุรอตะเปิ่นบ่ได้ตะโลตะเปิ่นตะเปิ่นเปิ่นแล้วโหตูติจินะโหจ
So that's why Sandra says it's so important to be skillful at watching our emotions because this is something that will keep coming. You know, we, 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 we gain more uh, uh, samadhi, we gain more uh, uh, stability, and then our view of what we usually observe changes. And when it changes, he says, we'll have, our mind will have judgment about our new experiences. And whatever that immediate, you know, unconscious thought about it is, that is the emotion that we'll bring to it. And if we're not careful, you know, we'll then have other judgments about that emotion and why it is and so on. He says, so it's yeah. really important to know just how to watch that emotion because until the emotion is gone, we're not going to have a balanced way to look at it. Okay. Um, maybe one last question. This, yeah. this is going back to the whole Vitsika thing. Oh, um, <coughs> sorry. So backtrack. Yeah, yeah. backtrack. I was going to mention that. Well, yeah. hey, how, well, we... So just to explain Vitaka, I think Technically, vitaka is a placing of the attention onto the object. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you can also say it's thinking, thinking about the object. Mm-hmm. Thinking mm-hmm. about the object brings attention to, to the object. So if you think about the stomach, you mm-hmm. already know the stomach, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So that's vitaka. Um, but when you have a reaction to something, Seattle says mm-hmm. that's already like having judgment and, you know, uh, okay. yeah. This is more like, um, let's <clears throat> think, uh, so yeah, like so with the labeling thing, or no? If I, so, what I did before is if labeling I focus, yeah, if I focus on the breath, it's more like forced intention to go back to the breath. Like mm-hmm. so, if thought come comes up, you, I don't know. Now when I do do stuff, I kind of try to see the thought more clearly. Mm-hmm. Like I guess you guys say don't go into content, but I just try to like know. A little bit more detail about the thought that's coming up yeah. before I just try to label and be like immediately maybe see like the beginning of an image or something and then label and then it would just Do disappear. You still label? No, I don't label anymore. Okay. This, is, this is in the past, so okay. I could label like thought really, really pretty fast. I think like boom, 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 boom. Right. And that's when that kind of stuff would happen, um, like the weird stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, so I guess maybe it's a misunderstanding or. Like I thought, the fast the faster I see thought happen, yeah. maybe the the closer you are to having an insight or something. I I don't know. Anyways, that's what I was doing then, and now yeah. it's kind of more slow. I'm just trying to see. Okay, is this thought that's coming up? Is it memory? What's it related to? Like what emotion? Whatever. But yeah. it just seems like slower than mm-hmm. it used to be when I could just label really quickly. Yeah. 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 Label 
ตุ๊ยเสียตาเถิดเนี่ยเนี่ยตุอตุยอยู่เมียๆตีตุตะคุกูไปตะบ้องป่องมะโหลๆไอ้หลุงเนี่ยตุอถิ่นน่ะดา
the cause, or not the cause, just so if if I have um, I think uh, okay, so I was walking around feeling the just the body and hearing, I think, and seeing, just trying to go through those, and I felt sort of subtly discontent. I couldn't even point out the feeling, but I knew that I kept having this conversation in my head with you guys over and over again, trying to explain my frustrations. But then I was like, there must be this like aversion feeling behind this stuff, but then I couldn't find it. And then I You knew it. You but I, I felt like I couldn't pick it out distinctly. Like you sometimes could, you could sense yeah. it in the background. Kind of, I I knew it was there just because the con- I could say because my mind keeps discussing this stuff with you guys, and I don't feel it's like it was it was kind of subtle and I couldn't yeah okay. pick it out or something. It's kind of, it kind of I had this problem with um like when you guys say noticing the scene and stuff. Oh. I feel like a lot of times I'm not at the level where I can pick out the knowing mind or whatever. So, I mean, over time, like, I think it gets better, but I still can't. Mm. I still don't know where I'm going with this. It's just always a subtle frustration that I can't distinctly pick out what I'm doing exactly. So the words kind of frustrate you? Like- kind of. Like, there's always, like, um, I was, so there's awareness, like, I can save the body, but then I always feel like I'm not doing enough, like I should be checking. There must be a version or craving somewhere or there's something I should always be checking. So it's kind of like not maybe... Neutral. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's <laughs> 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 ဆိုတော့ဘာဖြစ်လို့လဲဆိုတော့သူကအုပ်ပမာသူအာဟိုအပြစ်တဲ့ဆိုပါဆိုအာအခုသူစိတ်ညှန်ရှောင်းနေတ
I stay in that state, and then once I have like overt frustration feelings come up or yeah. doubt, then I, I feel good again. Yeah. <laughs> but then I go back to the sub. It just goes back and forth. He says, you know, when it becomes subtle and you can't just kind of get a grip on it, it's all right. He says, you know it's there. That's, that's as much acknowledgement as they need. Just knowing they're there. Just keep acknowledging it's still there. It's still there. If, it's, if, if you can detect it, it's, you've detected it. If you can't detect it, okay, it's not detectable right now. That's fine, he says. So long as the mind isn't buying into it and then growing it. Yes. nobody is, you know, not everybody that talks to each other is going to understand the words of the other 100%, 100% of the time right away, right? He says, we're all going to, depending on how much our mind you know, gels with the words being used and, and the ideas being put across. He says, we'll have our fair share of uh, working through to understand. And then when we have more experience or the words start to make sense or we hear it from a different source and then it might be the same idea, but, you know, it, it speaks more, the words speak more directly to us in whatever way, you know. Um, when, when the mind becomes able, it will see when we have the same idea, Seattle says, when we have the same idea, the same way of thinking, Seattle says, yes, you know, he says, then you don't even have to use words. Sometimes you look at someone and they're like, they got it, you know, and with other people, it's like you could explain a whole lot and they won't, so don't worry about it, yeah. <laughs> Just. <clears throat> Good morning. Um, I, I kind of consider myself as a beginner um, yogis. Actually, that's a new term I, I learned. I thought yogi had something to do with yoga, but actually, it's <laughs> meditation. So I learned something new. Um, what brought me to um, meditation is. I used to have very horrible back pain. So people would tell me, try meditation. So I did. And so I hear a lot of instruction from all over, research and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So the, the first thing I used was more like breathing. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that for the past three years, so it really helped my, my, my back tremendously. Okay. So now this is the first time I come to this retreat, and this meditation has to do with the mind. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's it's completely different from the the breathing technique, um, but I also understand that vipassana, I guess, right? Maybe it's just an add-on, not so much completely different. Okay, it's just an add-on. Okay, thank you for uh, clearing that. 
So um, vipassana, you have to go through like I guess um, awareness of your body first, and then feeling, and then the mind, and then that the fourth one is the dharma. Mm. Understanding that the rest of them is dharma. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Do you have to go in that order, or you can just jump in and out any one of them? Like I like I said, you know, as a beginner, please excuse me for asking non-intelligent questions because. <laughs> You know, um, as a beginner, you, you, you tend to go out there and ask a lot of questions, and then, and then you get a lot of different answers from a lot of different people. But I just want to hear from straight, you know, so, so that way I can clear everything. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there are no stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> สะอาทุตตะอนาปานะเนี่ยอาทุตตะตูตรอเลตูขานะอัตตะเนี่ยอกุฏิมาลาสะอาทุตตะตูอ่ะดาเสยจองอาทุตตะโหขวานะลงอ
So the guy did that, and he didn't stay in the center. He was somebody, you know, that he, who who was working, and so the person went home, and he did that. So whenever he had time, that person would sit and just watch that feeling that he had, just watching, you know, not judging and just watching, watching when he was walking around, you know, whatever he did. If he could, he would watch that feeling, and he watched it for a month. And the feeling settled down a lot, and then he came back to Seattle a month later, later to, to say that you know I've been watching it all month and it's it's really much better now. And then Seattle taught him how to do Anapanasati. So just so basically. There was another yogi who came during the new year, and it's so busy there. Like a thousand yogis, there's not much time to do proper, like to speak to a yogi in depth. And this yogi reported that he was thinking a lot in the sitting. And Sarah said, "Watch your thinking." Um, and so, what the yogi, the yogi did that. So he sat in the meditation. He just kept watching and watching and watching. He came back another another yeah, interview and said, "I can't think anymore because he kept watching his <laughs> thinking." <laughs> So you just, he said, you, you go with the flow. What, what's the moment now? What's it like? If it doesn't work, then you think of something else. Then you, yeah, you, you try something else. Yeah. I have a uh, brief question that, well, but first, I wanted to share something that I think might resonate with some people. I was I sat a retreat with Steve Armstrong in July, um, who was ordained as a monk under Shwiyomin and you know, Saida. Um I think he was and, already a monk, but he went to stay with Shwiyomin Seattle. Oh, yes, he, yes, right. right. <laughs> um, and and. Uh, this retreat was taught in, in Saida's style, and um, at about this point in the retreat, one yogi asked very frustratedly, is the answer to any Dhamma question ever not just watch the mind? <laughs> and, and Steve said, well, no, except also to know that you're watching the mind. <laughs> So, anyway, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I never think that Seattle says watch the mind too much. That's not my perception of it. He doesn't start start off right away telling people to watch their mind. He says it depends on if a yogi can or not 
You know, if if mm-hmm. if a yogi if he thinks a yogi should try and explore that, he he, yeah, he encourages you know, you know, them to. Yeah, otherwise, he's always telling people to come back to a neutral object, right? When they find the mind overwhelming and stuff like that. Yeah. He says he gives a lot of information about how the mind works, so that we have an idea about the process, so that we we sort of know where to come in or where we are at, um, and what what. The appropriate thing to do is that that's mm-hmm. yeah. It's well, his style is more just to give information about how the mind works and. I'm not saying that I. No. Yeah, he says if we can become skillful at actually knowing the mind directly, yes, it is easier to resolve what's happening, but that takes time to develop. I didn't. I didn't necessarily agree with that sentiment. I just yeah. thought it was. It was funny. Know, yes, it is. Um, <coughs> my. Question uh, is: Is the difference between labeling, mm-hmm. as this yogi was describing, mm-hmm. and um, my question a few days ago about using words to describe what is happening, is the difference between those two things right versus wrong effort? Um. <laughs> Um, so let me just get this clear. When you say labeling, you're talking about actually mechanically labeling it, right? Yes, like saying okay. memory. Well, it's, memory, 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 memory. Yeah. Concentration versus more open awareness. Mm-hmm. Or, or what is the difference? Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ตะนามะตะตะตะมะหุเพเนหุนาเลออลุออดาบาเลลุกุกุกุชิ้นชิ้นออลุติติออลุสิกะลุนามะปิยะตะตะบาวะตะตะบาวะตะตะบาวะก
Um, the second bit, you know, what you were talking about, the way the mind uses words, that's a natural function of the mind. That when the mind experiences something, the mind names the experience to itself. That's not labeling. That's not something you purposely do. Not something you... It's not willful. It's a, it's a natural function of the mind. It needs to name things so that it knows what it's experiencing. It remembers it better too. Right? So it's, the process is going in, in um, uh, diametrically opposite ways. Uh-huh. One, yeah, in the labeling, you think of the meaning so that the mind will go to what the meaning points to. The word comes first, yes, and then the, the awareness versus mm-hmm. the awareness. Yes. And Whereas the in the other, the awareness comes first, and then the word name, the, the mind names it something it understands. Yeah. Very clear. Thank you. Okay. Usually when I did it, I would see it first, then say what it was. I'd categ- try to categorize everything, but okay. maybe it's so maybe that's not so much labeling. It's a, uh, but it, if it's mechanical, if you have to use the word every time, mm. yeah, I'd it, watch what it is, decide, yeah. say like memory. Yeah, yeah. who who you know um, started started the the, the labeling trend. Um, he he does say in his introductory take mm. that. The label is not essential. The label is to assist the yogi in um, attending to the object. But if the yogi is able to attend to the object, they can dispense with the label. So for, for some yogis, if you say, just know whatever is obvious, they're like, I don't know anything. You know, then it's helpful for them to have uh, pointers about what they could pay attention to so that they learn this this uh, the function of paying attention, and then they can use that function without having to to label later on. I label my puppet, and I feel like ah, feel like ah, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing. Now that now motivation with you, tomorrow with the love of the yeah. The 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 problem can be that yogis can become greedy, as with even without labeling, but you know, in labeling that they they then get sort of like super concentration. Yeah, they get you know, overzealous about it and they try to get, get into what they're uh, observing and get too concentrated, super concentrated. They get, yeah, mm-hmm. tight and, uh, yeah, and stuff like that. I don't know if I, okay, so there's this German meditator I know. He's at, he was actually at Shui Yeah. But he is at, for I think seven months. Okay. And he says, like it, he went to the jhanas and all this other stuff. So he says there was like a few times where he'd go into this really concentrated state and see like maybe 20 thought images per second or something crazy. Yeah. But then he was saying, I think it, so he saw the nimitta would have the mental image stuff, but he was saying that he never had any insights, but then I guess he switched techniques and started just doing this. Um, it's like the, Dynamic meditation is a Thai technique. You just do like move. You move your hands, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. I guess it's kind of similar to this, but you have the stick with the main object of moving, but you yeah. try to notice thought. Yeah. But I was like, how, how does it make sense that you could have be seeing twenty like twenty thoughts per second or something crazy like that, and not have an insight, and not have an insight, but then you just do the movement technique. <laughs> and he actually, I think, from the movement technique, he said, he said, this is after. 
Sydney actually understood Nama Rupa and had some other stuff happen after this that changed totally changed his mind. But yeah, he, I just wonder how that. Could, oh, he said it. He wasn't knowing. He said he wasn't knowing, but this thing he was knowing or something. But I don't understand how you could notice twenty thoughts per second and not be knowing, right? It's like, I guess maybe I just don't understand enough, but. He'd always try to explain this knowing thing to me. I think, yeah. I just still don't understand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> ลุกเตะหาไปไหนอยู่ปรออตวีเหลียวเตี่ยมเลยลุกๆเนี่ยแบลานซ์เสียวอ่ะแบลานซ์เสียวอ่ะไอ้ชิมาเนี่ยเน
and the five faculties are of you know sati and then stability of mind samadhi right effort right faith and wisdom none of them you know aside from sati which apparently can can never be too much sati the other four can be too much too much wisdom you can be thinking too much too much faith you can be not not trying to understand you know yeah anything which is too much can yeah ในการไม่เซนส์โอเคไอ้ไอ้บ้านเราตะกี้ทางแค่ไหนน่าไม่ได้ป่านนี่เอ่ออย่าเอ่อสอรี่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่
and see all of this show with the stable mind, ready to die. But then something happened. Until that, that day, until now, unshakable belief in the Buddha, Rama and Sangha. But then I went to... I want to say that. Anyway, I went in 1992 and practiced in the garage. We didn't have any center yet. But the trust in the Buddha, patiently, I stayed there. Peace in the middle, crazy. But then I say, went back to work. I've, I'm working in the health department here. We have so many people from around the world, refugees. I'm in charge. So, facing with different mind, different culture, what do I do? It's not easy using technique. And I say, the mind moves so fast. First part, what am I going to do? You know, I cannot be in the peace in the middle and my patient and all that. Must be something. And I saw an article, 1998 or seven, something like that. I said, uh, my teacher, you, we have to go to see this Sayadaw. He had the piece, something. And then we went, in 1998, I met uh, Sayadaw the first time with the children. Just the first teaching of him, it fit me perfectly. I say, this is the final destination. This is what I'm, do, I'm going to do the rest of my life at work, at my family, and my country in Vietnam. I have to go back and help them. But somehow, so what? this technique is helped me went through my family problem, my work problem, different with culture of the world. I'm able to spread while I work. That means I'm mindfulness. They should be mindfulness when I give shock or when I do some performance. But somehow, so what? this is worth 100% to me. And that means at work, at driving back and forth here, and going to Vietnam, stays one place, I think, so, you know, pass by. I stay in that mountain by myself, dealing with anxiety. And uh, only two people at that time, with snake, poison snake and all that, I faced with the problem of Anxiety too. But because I watch my mind all night, all day, I be able to cope. Last month I was staying in that place by myself again. And everybody afraid. But somehow I'm not. Why? I watch my mind react. This is my objective. Mind and mind and mind and mind. And just relax my body. Totally. Just like that body, still knowing. And somehow somewhat I face with it. And many days without anybody, I stay by myself in the mountain. It was very difficult. But somehow, so what, this technique, tradition, also helped me. Vedana Vipassana also helped me. Sometimes you use this, sometimes you use that. But the mind is the one that we can yield our daily living everywhere, any situation, with the right attitude, with the acceptance, 100%, he said the act of acceptance. And I love it. Because whatever situation, I still have a reaction, but yet I know the wrong attitude, the right attitude, and how to serve in the middle of problem in life. So 
any technique work somehow, somewhat at that moment. But finally, the mind is moving so fast, we have to observe it. And where now, it takes a long time, that's how you know, say, many years before you be able to see the objective of observer mind. Now, sight, seeing, or feeling, sensing, only sense and all that, you only know when you have the right attitude. You accept that as is, and also the mindfulness of the observer mind cover everything it's so beautifully and consistency and never give up. Repeating, repeat the art of repeating, even billion times, okay? No me, no mind, no I. This is the goal. So somehow, somewhat, I, I really appreciate this opportunity to uh, introduce to all yogis, because I practice Mahasin tradition, Vedana Vipassana with Uchitin. And now, with final 1998 until now, Sayyara <coughs> I think he's taught me the technique of final dedication in my life. So may you all be in achieve what I got, and also beyond that, in this very light, in this very center of showing Salut, salut, salut. He understood that clearly. No, 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 you go, 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 um, I just sit in meditation and for a while having pain, I use the rising point and I started having pain on my left knee. So when I start having pain, um, I just change my object, uh, object to the instead of the pain. So I change to um to um, my to my sensation of my feet. You didn't look at the reaction of the mind? Oh yeah, my reaction said if I stay longer from my experience, I can have more pain. That, you know, I, when I, I when I pay attention to my pain for a while, my experience, my pain again. Have, have you been watching your pain all I, this time? I did last last time, you know. The but in these few days? Yeah. You've been watching your pain? Yes. You never watched the reaction of your mind? Yeah, I did. I, I watched, watched the reaction, reaction of the mind. I get okay. my like, anxiety and my... You know, like pressure my chest. chest. Okay. Yeah, that's why this morning I just changed my object to um, feel my sensation on my fingers instead. So I don't want to stay longer because I pay attention longer. No, no don't pay attention on the leg. Don't pay attention on my pain. Yeah, don't pay attention on the pain. Always go to the reaction in the mind. So. Yeah, when I pay attention to all the mind. Yeah. And you know the pain is been increasing. You still my anxiety. So that's why I just so you got to my Okay, so you got to the point where the pain is unbearable. Yeah. Today, so then you didn't change your position. You didn't make yourself more comfortable. No, I just think to myself, you know, how about if I change my object to okay. my sensation okay. instead? Okay. So what happened? What so happened? I feel better. I calm down. <laughs> you feel better. Okay. 
It's okay to do that, yeah, so yeah, I don't want to go yeah, back yeah. to pain anymore. I change, yeah. And if, if you can handle it, it's okay. If you can handle it, he said, it's okay. Yeah, or you can make yourself more comfortable. If you watch the sensation in your hands and the pain is still becoming worse, he said, change your leg position. Make your legs comfortable, like change. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, even my pain is still the same level. Yes. And I should go back uh, for my, um, uh, like, so after I have a lot of pain, right, and have anxiety, and then my pressure in my chest, so I change my um, uh, object to my sensation of my fingers. Yeah. So when I calm down, I just go back to see the pain again. Mm. No, no, the reaction. No, to the action of the pain again. Reaction, reaction. No, I should, what I should do, I should, uh, that's what I'm confused about. Do I have to stay in my sensation of my fingers? No. No. No, I have to go back to the pain. Don't ever watch the pain. Don't go to the pain. Don't ever watch the pain directly. Only look at the reaction in the mind. What? Okay. So you don't need to watch the pain. The mind already knows it's there. Okay. Don't watch the pain. Okay. Yeah, this is my question is, in my... Is my feeling, you know, my is calm down? Yeah. Do I have to stay with feeling sensation, or I have to change on another object? Let me go. Jingdo, say Ying Wang is so. Go to the reaction of the mind. Check if the mind is still has a reaction. Is there still a reaction? If no reaction, what I choose stay, I just stay. If there's no reaction, you can do anything you like. You can observe any object that you like. You can go back to the fingers, you can continue to watch the feeling in the chest, you can check to see if there's pain. At that time, even if you go and check the leg, you can. Oh, it's now no reaction. What does this feel like? Is it still painful? If there's no reaction. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. the main purpose of this exercise of watching the reaction in the mind. The main purpose is to know when there's reaction in the mind, how yeah, how does the mind think of the pain, right? If you look at the reaction. And when there's no more reaction, no more reaction at all, the mind is calm, you check, no more reaction, how does the mind feel about the pain? How is the pain then, right? Just, just check. That's what we want to find out. If there's no reaction, how is pain? If there is reaction, how is pain? Right? When there is no reaction, pain is very different from when there is reaction. Yeah, this is what you want. Yeah, so this, the reaction is closely related to the pain, the reaction. Okay, when there is no reaction, there is a different feeling of pain, okay? Yeah, that's a different feeling. So so you want to discover that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, dear teacher, I have a quick question. 
during um, the life, uh, we have to work. So sometimes the object, we have to have a one object. And we have to focus. We have to base on one object for a long time, like a symbol, like computer or something. So we put the mind in there. And do we have to change the object sometime, or we don't have to? So you, like, you, you are used to keeping your mind on one object? Yeah. And are like, you still like, doing that? Like working sometimes just one object. When you work, you mean like when you're yeah. in the kitchen or something, you keep your attention on one object while you're working. Is that right? Yes. And it's, not, it's not a, um, a kitchen. Yes, it's more like that. So sometimes... Not like sitting meditation, more. right? Not sit, Like say you're bathing and you're aware of one thing while you're taking a shower. Is that what you're talking about? Like on computer. Oh, like when you're yeah. working on the computer. Right. Okay. So you pay attention to one thing while you're working on the computer. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's uh, the mind there, so for long, like an hour or something. Is Do we have to change the object somehow? So are you able to keep your mind on one object while you're using on the computer for one hour? You are able to do that? What, uh, what do you say? Can you explain? It's not the screen, that, it's not the texture inside the computer, but it's a computer alone. Oh, she's not talking about being aware of herself as no. an, an object, she's talking Focus about her mind on a computer. Oh, her mind is on the computer. Yeah. The mind, the mind, yeah, can be the iron side, you yeah. So to the focus on the screen for an hour, right? She's not aware that her mind is doing that, right? Yeah, we, we're not aware of that. But are you aware of that the whole hour? Yes. You are aware that you are paying attention to the computer. Right, I'm just asking if we are aware in an hour like that, or we have to change the object. So because sometimes we are aware the object is changing, and we are aware the object, we rec recognize the object, and the object is... The mind is... You can... You, you can change the object or stay on one object. Does the mind stay on only one object? Doesn't the mind change? If you know, if you know that the mind is going to another object, that is fine. You know the mind is now thinking of something else or knowing something else. That's okay. So my question, like, like the teacher say, if we thinking of something is too long. Mm -hmm. You know, the object we can or we can stay on one object because the working. Focus. I mean, the focus. The focus is different from the awareness. So if you say that you are focused on something for an hour, that's different from being aware for on one object for an hour. Focus more like somebody. I'm going to change that. Why, why do you want to change? ก็ตัวก็มีตัวสิก็ลงตรงน่ะมาติ๊ดจ้ะรอตัวอายุเปียวเนี่ยล่ะตัวนี่เนี่ยล่ะคอมพิวเตอร์ตัวอายุเปีย
Seattle says, when he says that you know something or you aware of something, the object is yourself. It's never the outside thing. So, for example, you're using the computer, you know that you are using the computer, that's okay. Okay, you're conscious that you are using the computer for the whole hour, that's fine. Or you're conscious that you're using the computer and you, you, you know, you're drinking some water and you're thinking about how to, what to write on the computer. If you're conscious of all that, that's fine. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Thank you. If you're aware of what you are doing yourself, that's, that's okay. And whether you change object or stay, like whether you stay on one part of yourself or other things, it's fine. I don't know that the good health assignments are three Monday, the three Monday, the kind of Monday, the other so on people. Usually, Seattle says, we are not just doing one thing, right? The mind is doing multiple things. We are seeing, we are feeling, we are moving, we are thinking. So, you know, it's useful to, to know the whole picture rather than be just fixed on one thing. And even if you're fixed on one thing, you should know that the other things are working as well because you want to see the whole picture of, of this mind and body working. Hold on. Yes. Yesterday, uh, at the beginning of my report, I made a statement that I noticed the level of my awareness uh, increase increasingly. Mm. So at the end of the discussion, Saidor asked me a question. Why? How? That I did this. That. So today I come back with the answer. Hopefully it's acceptable. Mm. Or else, please uh, shed some light. <laughs> So remembers, yes, he remembers that yesterday you said because you are here, this environment <coughs> makes you right. your mindfulness more continuous. So right. he said that was only part of it. Yeah. Right. Um, so at the very beginning, the first day in the introduction before giving uh, information, wonderful information, by the way, and very valuable uh, information, and the formula. Uh, Saidor said, mind has a lot of law, and this is one of the law of the mind that keep repeating, repeating, repeating. It will develop. It will get stronger, yeah. It's stronger, it develop. So say, if you keep practicing the good things, mm. then the bad thing won't have chance to develop. Mm. So therefore, I think this is answer for, uh, I keep practicing, uh, I'll keep aware, mm. uh, the practicing the awareness, so that's why uh, uh, get a little bit, a little bit stronger. 
That's right, Seattle says. And what he wants, why he asked the question is so that we recognize what we are doing. What contributes to our um, success or what contributes to our growth is our own effort at whatever we do, right? So if you practice awareness, you'll have more awareness. If you practice anger, you'll have more anger, you know? So we need to know Absolutely. our contribution. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, he says it's a common, um, like a delusion that we have as yogis, you know, when he says... Um, you know, uh, yogis have been practicing for some time and yogis, are, the practice is getting better. Then he says, do you know why your practice is better? Do you know why your samadhi feels more stable? They don't know. They, it feels like that now, but they don't know why. Yeah, they've been practicing, but they never think that the practice is what makes the, the situation what it is now. So it's important to know, know the mind because only if you know the mind, you know that their mind has been working and this is the result of the mind's work. And if we don't see... If we don't know how the mind works, Siado says, then we never become skillful because we never see... Um, you know, when something goes bad, we don't know what unskillful thing the mind did that made it become uh, difficult now. Or when things go well, we don't know what skillful thing the mind did that it's going well now. So we, we don't recognize the process. If we don't recognize the process, we have no chance to take advantage of that sta- same process um, and, and repeat it. Then it becomes random. It seems random. You know, it's like when the mind thinks right and we don't know you know it goes right when the mind doesn't think right we don't know but it seems to go wrong you know and um, then we go up down up down up down our whole lives he said so Seattle says it's normal in the beginning to go up down up down because we are still in the learning phase. We are not skillful yet. He says, but the up, down, up, down is our chance to, to learn, to understand what is making something up and what is making something down. We learn from what's happening in the mind, what, is, you know, what the mind is thinking that makes it up. What it makes. And then as we learn, he says, when the mind understands what's going on, he says, the, the, the ups and downs becomes, become less steep. It's less up and less down. And so it sort of becomes less up, less down. And then if we become really skillful, Seattle says, then we have a chance to become really stable. So that's one day. Uh, please, maybe another question. <laughs> oh, he says, now you like questions. <laughs> <laughs> So Seattle says, um, so now you rec- if, if you had said, right, if you had said, if you had stayed with your previous answer that the environment, you know, made your awareness better, right? He says then, um, 
you would always keep needing to come back to the environment, right? But now, he says, you know that it's when you cultivate something, right? You keep doing the practice, it gets stronger. So now he asks you, at home, can your awareness become better? Usually, why is our awareness not but, good but at home? Let, let me clarify uh, my um, answer, yesterday okay. answer. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, obviously, we can uh, practice awareness anywhere, anytime. Yeah. But yesterday, answer kind of uh, shortcut. Uh-huh. Uh, I did say that uh, at home, with the environment at home, yeah. uh, I have I had uh, other. I have a lot of things in my mind, mm-hmm. a lot of thinking in my mind, mm. uh, memory, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So therefore, it's hard. Harder. To the, it's harder, mm. harder. Mm. And so here's the environment that facilitates the, uh, the practice. Yeah. So if we want um, the Dhamma in our lives to be stronger, Siyadra says, where must we make more effort? At home. Yeah, but he says our, our efforts are upside down. You know, when the environment is easy, we make more effort. When the environment is difficult, we give up. <laughs> we don't even try. <laughs> I, uh, I, I did not give up. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. But, uh, but it, it hard to, uh, it's yes. hard to practice. Yes. It's harder. But it means, when it's harder, it means we actually have to give it more thought. Yes. You know, we have to make effort in different ways. Not just by trying to be aware, but by strategizing. If I want to be aware at home, uh, where are the spots that I can um, steal time to be mindful in times when I am talking or relating, how can I try to be my... We have to start to make strategy. We have to use our wisdom more in order to have more mindfulness at home. And he says, when we make that kind of effort... He says, when we make that kind of effort, because it's real, nothing is made easy for you. And if you make that effort and you can really... um, apply it, and you learn something, he said, it is real. Because nobody gave you any discounts. Okay, you earned it yourself. That, that is real. He says, it's worth it. He says, on retreat, everything is, um, everything is geared to support mindfulness. He says, every image, there are Buddha images everywhere. Every yogi is looking mindful. Even the staff are being mindful. There are signs everywhere to be mindful. You know, it's like you're reminded all the time. So it's, there's a lot of support. He says, at home, every object reminds you not to be mindful. You know, it, it, it reminds you to, to get angry or get greedy. It's true. Yes. Yes. They're attracting you with all the unskillful uh, energies, so we have to try harder ourselves. The energy must come out of ourselves, not from the outside. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. He says, this is, you know, this is very basic, right? But it's, um, everything starts from basic and you can learn to ask yourself questions whenever you're stuck. You can ask yourself questions. That wakes the mind up. Yeah. When you know Seattle gives many examples of questions that we could ask, it's just to give us an idea um what we can ask ourselves different questions that are relevant. Because you know, if we want to develop wisdom, we have to invest wisdom and questioning is a way of investing our wisdom. Yeah. This is how we learn to use the wisdom we have. We must learn to use it. We have it. We must use it. Yeah. In, in practicing the Dhamma, so many times, uh, so often, Sarah says, we, are, we, we, are, um, we get stuck on the mechanical, the applying of effort. We forget that there's also an applying of wisdom that is essential and definitely a part of the practice and we must learn to rely on that and not just the mechanical. Morning, mm-hmm. yeah. Um I would like to add something to that because this is how I practice at home uh, to be mindful. I know it's very difficult, it's not easy, but uh, what I did to create for myself in the environment, I was saying to myself, like, doesn't matter what people say to you, there is a reason behind it. And the question is, do we want to understand and respect that reason? That's the first thing I set up for myself. The other thing I set up, everybody interact with you, there is an interdependency between you and that person. As long as we understand that and respect that, and then begin to observe, listening, hearing, seeing, and observe my feeling all the time. And then, even though I sometimes, I always react angry, I react at... uh, uh, craving as anybody else, but I always observing. Uh, maybe like a two second, three second behind, but at least it's still there is a recognition, and that's what I'm continuing to recognize that feeling, and and then try to be a positive attitude toward it, and respect them by listening more to them, and that's how I learn to be mindful. I'm not sure. I think that's how I practice. Okay. ตัวอีมาบ่รู้อัตถุตัวอีตัวเสกตัวเสซาทาเรตะชาลูบาเบลุลุตุมาจ้องชื่อตูตูตูอจ้องเนี่ยตูชื่อเนี่ยดาโก
have a difference of opinion with someone else, always remember they are not me. And if we can, as you you use the word respect, uh, if we can respect that or accept that or understand that, he said, then it relieves us of a a lot of conflict because we can accept that they are different. It's going to be different. He says problems. Problems arise when we we unconsciously or consciously believe that somebody must agree with us, that they should be able to see our point of view, or they should um, see that what we are thinking is right. You know, <laughs> once we have that sort of thinking, he says, then the conflict gets yeah. intensified. And that's what I believe. I believe every reaction, everything is dharma. There's a reason behind it, and that's what I've been using dharma every time. <laughs> Reaction, Peter, I'm glad I'll tell you. You're right. Every reaction, everything is Dharma. Every reaction. Akusala is also Dharma. Akusala is also Dharma. Everything is Dharma. So everything is Dharma. So everything is to be observed. He says, We want. To only take the kusala, the wholesome to be dharma. We everything akusala, unwholesome. We're like, no, no, it's not dharma. We don't want to be near it. But it's also dharma. We need to understand it. Dharma is dharma. The nature of it. Nature of it. Dharma definition of dharma is paliyo paradhyana. Dharma walu. What does dharma mean? Dharma means nature. So the, there's a wholesome nature. There's an unwholesome nature. They are all nature. Yeah. But if you take the nature part of it, it's neither. Essentially, good nor bad. It's just its nature. It has an inherently wholesome or an inherently unwholesome nature. It is to be understood for what it is. One is skillful, one is unskillful, but we don't need to judge it as good or bad. It just has its characteristics and its consequences. Yeah. That's uh, now it's my report. <laughs> so basically, uh, in the last couple of days, I always utilize uh, Sajador, uh, walking with Sajador as the key to openness. Um, so after last night, um, I sit down only about 15, 20 minutes of the meditation before the, uh, the last uh, changing. Um, so I realized I will say, okay, my mind's in balance. What do I do? Why are walking without or different than I'm sitting? So all of a sudden, I remember the statement, say, seeing and looking. So what I did is I opened my mind, opened my eyes, see. I, then I observing my feeling, the sensation, I see the entire forehead very cool. Then I close my mind, immediately go to an object. Then I talk about Sador, walking with Sador. Let's walk, walk, walk. Then it's cool. It's almost like I open my eye. So I just try to simulate that. So basically, open my eye, close my eye, open my eye, but no open my eyes. To see, I have seen the same effect. And after a couple of practice, within that 20 minutes, I'll be able to see that same effect. And boom, I say, open my eye, aha, it's cool. (laughs) So, and I, then I monitor myself to see there's any anger, there's any uh, craving, it seemed to be there is no craving and angry, and look like I'm focused on the mind of awareness. Uh, so, 
So I just stay on top of that. And I notice that, that I see things, I observe things, but it's very plural. It's clear, but it's no understanding whatsoever. And I continue to observe my attitude toward it and my feeling toward it. And then there is a scanning happen. It's almost like I want to see a little bit clearer on all the objects, like from the, the sitting, the toe, the, the left hand sit on bottom and the right hand on top, the sensation all throughout the body. There is a scan, but there is no decide whether or not it's strong or weak. It's just a scan. And then over suddenly, there is another intention happen where I focus on like my bottom where the pain was strong and say, ah. So it's like an investigation of some kind. So, and that's what I did. And then, of course, the thinking come in. I saw my kid, were, I called my wife a couple of days ago and one of my kids was sick. I was like, okay, I'm not at home. Then I feel a little sorry, so yeah, I'm not at home. Then I come back and say, oh, just a thinking. Then I'm watching my attitude again, and then it's kind of cooled down, and then eventually it stays at a neutral state. And then I notice that this thing is so tight, and this thing under here is not so tight. Then I say, the, the feeling, the feeling, the stress, the energy over here. So I say, where's the seeing? That's not what I'm asking myself. Where's the seeing? I say, see, and then. Boom, it starts to cool up. <laughs> and then this thing disappears and I'm starting to observe slowly with no really intention of really focus on any object. I notice it's very cool down here and here until all of a sudden, again, the, scan, the intention of the scanning happened. And I know there's a tightened, but there is neutral feeling. So that's what I've been doing the entire hour and very little of thinking in terms of personal story. Very little, only a few of them. So that's a report from yesterday to the Tuesday meditation, and then the report of, I followed Sajiro yesterday, Sajiro was asking me about, do you know where you put the phone? <laughs> uh, so last night, I put the phone, well, exactly where it shot, then I, I pray to myself. I remember so I said, just, uh, just, you know, I, uh, I pray that I will be mindful as soon as I wake up. So I did that. I meditate. I uh, lay down and start meditating. And then it fell to sleep. Then exactly at 4.15, when the alarm ring, for some reason, I begin to aware right away. And I know exactly where the phone is. And I grab the phone with my right hand up and press the stop alarm. The wheel park is I went back to sleep. Everything <laughs> <laughs> went into prison. <laughs> so around 4.45, I woke up. It was not a mindful. Not mindful? It's not mindful. It was suddenly severe. So I just stand up and grab my toothpick and then... <laughs> Yeah, no uh, lab, uh, 
So I didn't even watch my emotion. Because you went to sleep without you went back to sleep without being bad. That's all it is. So I got it's connected, you know, what you fell asleep with is connected to how you wake up. Right. So the you know when you just went back to sleep you didn't do it mindfully so you woke up and then It's like cause and effect like if I start with something I getting the result that But then after that, I can be mindful all the way into the meditation. I know what hand I open the door knob, what step I walk in first. Same thing, watching my tea up and down, touching water, feel the cold, the warm, and touching the right hand, I feel the cold on the the marble floor on the sink. I felt it. Same thing, I walk out. Then as soon as I sit on the bed, fold a blanket, it's all thing gone. It's like it disappeared. <laughs> Yeah. 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 He says the the reason why in sitting, you know, you have to keep recalling your walk with the, the with Seattle is because. Um, There's an old idea that when we sit, we have to do something. Right. You know, we're supposed to do it a certain way. So because of that idea, that idea keeps working. Right. 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 So there's a pattern. Yeah, so the old pattern keeps working. But uh, since yesterday night, tonight it disappeared. I never mentioned the words uh, walk without the way anymore yeah, because it opened. ยาอัตสิงลุกกินตัวจีเนี่ยบาเจ้าไอ้หาตรงนี้อ่ะเลยส่วนเราไปตูไอ้เมียน่ะแน่จีดาตูซึ้นซ้ําดิบรอตัว
right? Yeah, While you are watching, you have yes, to check. check that. Um, sometimes it's, it's not there in the beginning. It might come in later. So okay. you have to keep checking if craving comes in or not. Right, but there is an intention. The intention will be there, okay. yes. Yeah. He says in the beginning, you know, we always talk about uh, check your feeling, check your, you know, check in the body, check your mind, you know, we, we talk about that. But he says, if you become, if you do this many, many, many times, after a while you realize that you can see the whole thing. Check some at, together. No need to check. Right? Without checking, you can Already detect what's in the mind. Yeah, I, I see the object, but slowly, not very, it's like I look at a, a, a flower, just a color. It's not really a, like a lotus until there is a first scan or the second scan of the investigation. When you're not looking, you cannot see clearly, right? If right. you just see, it's just right. seeing. Yeah, just yeah. seeing. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. If it's necessary, then we look. Okay. Yeah. But it's, a, it's an intention. It's the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking has intention. intention. Yes, looking has intention. Right. Okay. Hi. Um, I had an earlier question about... Um, my old habit when I go on retreat is to get uh, more concentrated. And so I've let that go, though, after uh, a few days. And so I've been enjoying uh, just relaxing and being aware more, and that's good. Um, what I notice is I'm, I still have a lot of craving at different times that I have to work with. And uh, yesterday I... You know, it was raining all day, so I, and I got the idea that I could go back to where I'm staying and take a nap. And uh, after a while, I decided I would go ahead and do that. <laughs> so sometimes, though, it's like, can there be good craving and bad craving? Because I <laughs> took a nap, and it felt, rest, it felt good. ตัวดีมาตัวดีมาเอ็ดเนี่ยเนาะตัวดีมานี่กันจังตัวอันนั้นอยู่ตรงเนี้ยตัวตัวนี้คงดีมาเนี่ยมาสุดเนาะตัว
So I knew, I, I felt like I was mindful, I was choosing to be unwise. Sometimes it's funny, there's a story. Yeah, so there's the story of this um, of a group of monks who went to stay in uh, uh, stay somewhere in a forest to meditate and this lady um, she, when she came across them and asked them you know about what they were doing they said they were meditating when she heard that she wanted to meditate so much she asked them to teach her when they taught her she became an, an anagami first she became third stage enlightened and she had uh, psychic powers, so she could see their minds. And she saw that all of them were in need of food. <laughs> like each of them had a different thing that they craved for in, in food. And she realized that they needed to have that fulfilled. Like it needed, something needed balance. You know? And so she prepared the food that each of them needed and gave it to them. And when they had that, you know, when the mind was satisfied on that level, they all became arahants. Only the Only so he says, you know, there sometimes there is this thing, like, you know, like where the mind just needs that bit of balance. It, 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 and um, he he said there's a story of Mahasi Siado wanting to eat glutinous rice one day, and and he had a strong craving, and the next morning, like a lot of people brought, brought glutinous rice, he ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> ไม่ใช่อะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไรอะไร
remind ourselves that this is not wholesome. So we just recognize, we notice it, uh, we follow it, and then can we also remind ourselves that this is not good? So we like we don't want to cultivate. We don't want to like express it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that is this a, uh, the right way, right practice? That if we know that. Uh, guilty or judging is not uh, a good seat. Is not a good um, a good um, way. Then recognizing it, we follow, and then we. When you use the word follow, what do you mean? Like we're observing it oh, okay. to see the so, intensity of it, and yeah. then um, and we also intentionally reminding us that we don't want to. We don't want to have those kind. All those it come. It's come naturally, yeah. but can we also also reminding ourselves that you know we don't need to really ကမေဟုတ်တော်တာပဲပြောရင်သူကကမေဟုတ်တော်တာမဖြစ်အောင်သင်ပေးနေတယ်ဘယ်သူကတော်တာပဲပြောတော့ဘယ်လို့လို့
Yeah. When the mind is fidgety, the body becomes fidgety. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.